Hi, this is Lucia with The Art of Love. I'm a dating and relationship expert specializing in helping you get your ex back. Today, I want to talk about the seven stages a dumper goes through after the breakup. If you are in no contact, you've been broken up with and you want to get your ex back, I know that you are wondering what is my ex thinking and what is my ex feeling and what is uh, he or she going through. And I'm about to tell you, but first, I want to remind you to be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any future videos and while you're at it, tap the bell icon so you will be notified when a new video is up. So I have the seven stages here in front of me and I also have something that I found on Reddit and it is the account of a woman who is the dumper and who broke up with someone. So I'm going to be interspersing her personal experience as I give these examples. I thought that would be a lot helpful to have a first person example. So it seems that everyone, dating experts and coaches, seems to agree that stage one is relief. That's true, however, I believe it's also, depending on the reason for the breakup, satisfaction and anger. If you were cheated on or you were taken for granted and you had to break up with someone, you're not going to feel relief because you didn't want to break up with them. You felt you had no choice that you had to break up with them because you weren't going to put up with someone that was cheating and you weren't going to put up with someone that you felt was taking you for granted and didn't appreciate you. And so if that's your situation, if you cheated and or you took your ex for granted and that's why they broke up with you, they're not feeling relief. They are angry. And eventually they're going to feel satisfied. The satisfaction comes from knowing that they finally stood up for themselves and the thought that you now will be in pain as they were before the breakup. Because when someone breaks up with you, they expect for you to be in pain. And you know what? They're going to get a little satisfaction out of that because they've been in pain for a while and now they want you to experience that pain. If you'll recall in a previous video, I've told a story where the guy, uh, stood me up, not stood me up, he canceled, stood me up, how dare you know, he canceled three dates in a row. And finally, by the third date, I'm like, all right, that's it. I'm out of here. I didn't say that. I just ghosted him. And so the next day, you know, he called and uh, I didn't answer and he apologized again. I'm sorry. And then I never responded. He kept calling for months and I never responded. And I still remember his messages to this day. They were like, I'm sorry, Lucia, please, can you please call me? And I was at home thinking, no, no, I will not call you. It's your turn to suffer. <laughs> so this is what your ex might be thinking if they're angry and they're in the satisfaction stage. However, if it's a quote unquote regular breakup in the sense that there wasn't cheating and you didn't take your ex for granted, then yes, your ex will feel relief because they have been thinking about this breakup for a while, either a few months, a few weeks. Generally, someone is not going to all of a sudden break up with you on the spur of the moment. And in fact, if they do, it's very likely that it's a fake breakup. So if everything was going fine and all of a sudden you have a fight and they're like, that's it, it's over there's a very good chance it's a fake breakup and you'll hear from them within two weeks. But if they're very calm about it and all of a sudden they go, well, you know, this isn't working or whatever, then 
you can bet that this was in their mind and now they decided, all right, this is the time to do it. So that is the first stage and I'm going to read what this woman had to say. She says, um, he started a massive fight over some dumb things for the last time. I couldn't even feel sad dumping him because I was so relieved not to go through another pointless and agonizing fight. I immediately lost anger about the fight in question as soon as I cut the cord. It no longer mattered. I've been mulling this over for months, glad to finally pull the trigger. I instantly felt liberated from a never-ending cycle of anger, sadness, from judgment by him, and from indecision from within myself. See, so she just agreed with what I said about the fact that she'd been thinking about it for a while. So in the relief stage, they're free, they're out of the relationship that they weren't happy in, and there's no set time for how long this stage lasts. But I can assure you that the time will be shorter if you do no contact. That's why it's crucial that you leave them alone as soon as possible after the breakup. On to stage two, excitement. I'm going to read what this lady said. Okay, and her thoughts were, wow, I'm single for the first time in two years. I don't have to ask someone else's permission to plan a trip or deal with someone else's opinion about how I'm spending my free time or have someone nagging me about what I'm doing and what I'm not doing. I'm free from having to care about how he's living his life as well. I'm free to see what else and who else is out there. Meanwhile, we're still in communication. He's begging me to reconsider and making promises to change. I'm feeling like you should have made the changes before we broke up instead of talking about making them after. So in the excitement stage, you know, you're finally able to do the things you may not have been able to do in the relationship or stop doing things that you didn't want to do. And um, you're going out, you don't have to check in with anyone, you don't have to be accountable to anyone. And it's almost like <laughs> they're free like a dog that's been let off a leash. They just want to explore and see what's out there. So trying to contact them when they're in the excitement stage, forget about it. They do not want to hear from you. They are busy exploring and uh, contacting them is not going to work. Stage three is sad, sadness. I'll read from her account again. I'm alone for the first time in two years. I don't want to go to work. I don't want to do anything. I just want to sit and be sad. I want carbs. <laughs> Why does all food taste like cardboard? I just want to talk about it, but I don't want to talk to anyone. Seriously, why are people talking to me? F small talk. F deep conversations, too. I just want to sleep all day. Why can't I sleep through the night? Where are all the hot men I saw when I was in a relationship? Being single is not all it's cracked up to be. Why is every single creepy dude out there staring at me? So that is the sadness stage. At this point, after they've done the partying, in the excitement stage, you know, they thought everything was going to be wonderful. They were going to have a great time. Now the breakup is starting to hit them because first they feel relief. And so they don't really feel the breakup. Then they're excited because they're living a new life, trying new things, possibly dating, going out more, doing more things, new things. They don't feel the breakup. But then it finally hits them in stage three, the sadness stage.
Then we move on to stage four, which is anger. And she says, I did everything right. Why am I sad and alone now? Why couldn't he just do the right thing so we could be happy? Why did he say such hurtful things all the time? Why couldn't he learn to control his temper in our fights? Why didn't he love me enough to make the changes he needed to so we could work out? What right does he have to be sad now? Why did I waste so much time and, ang and energy trying to make his ungrateful ass happy? She said that she confronted the ex with these thoughts and he said he was sad and profusely sorry. So the thinking is, well, if they had behaved differently, I wouldn't have had to break up with them. And in this stage, they may also experience pride. They want you to reach out to them. They're thinking, well, I'm not going to reach out to them. They need to reach out to me if they want to try and fix this. Then we move on to stage five, which is guilt. And she says, oh my God, my baby's hurting. It's my fault. We both decide it's best for her sake if we cut communication. I'm so angry and sad. He's still sad. All conversations lead to fights. I feel guilty. He feels guilty. We both need time. And after guilt, we then have number six, which is confusion and uncertainty. At this stage, they're fighting an internal battle. Some days they're happy with their decision and some days they aren't. The pendulum is swinging back and forth, back and forth. If they're dating someone new, they'll be comparing them to you. They'll wonder if they did the right thing. Maybe things weren't so bad as they thought they were. They'll wonder if they made a mistake. This is also the stage where the faded effect bias kicks in. What is the faded effect bias, you may ask? ask. Well, it is commonly known as FAB, and it is a psychological phenomenon in which memories associated with negative emotions tend to be forgotten more quickly than those associated with positive emotions. So this is when they forget the bad in the relationship, and they remember only the good. So that's why they're confused. That's part of the reason why they're confused, because earlier they felt anger and guilt, but they still have feelings for you, and now they're having good thoughts about you, they're thinking of the good memories, and this is why they have this internal battle, because they thought they made the right decision, but they're not sure. If they're dating someone new, they'll be comparing them to you. Again, they'll wonder if they did the right thing. Maybe things weren't as bad. Maybe they made a mistake. Which then leads us to <laughs> number seven, and that is curiosity. And this is actually the stage when you are most likely to hear from them. They haven't heard from you, and they wonder what's going on. Do you hate them? Should they reach out to you? And if they do, how will you respond? Will you even respond? Why haven't you contacted them? It's a blow to their ego because you didn't chase them. They expected it and they'll be wondering why. And when people are wondering, their interest level is going up. And that question mark turns upside down and becomes a hook. That's why no contact is so important. They can't know what you're feeling or thinking. Their curiosity will get the best of them and cause them to reach out.
and that's when you have to decide if you're going to respond or not depending on what they say because they may not want to get back together but they may just be curious that's why you don't always respond and I have videos on that about when to respond and when not to respond so those are the seven stages we have relief slash anger satisfaction if the breakup was because of cheating or being taken for granted we then have excitement we have sadness number four is anger number five is guilt number six confusion and uncertainty and number seven is curiosity now in closing I just want to say that the stages are almost reversed compared to what the dumpy the person who was dumped that would be probably you if you're listening to this is going through because as the dumper starts to feel all this pain, regret, confusion, guilt, sadness, etc., etc., the dumpy is slowly accepting the situation and feeling better day by day if you stay away from them and don't contact them and just work on yourself. So they're having all these emotions that I just mentioned, but you've been working on yourself and you've probably come to accept that, you know what, we may not get back together and you might start to feel okay with that and just as you reach that stage you may hear from them but they're going to be at their lowest most likely when they hear from you and you just might be at your highest since the breakup so the situations are reversed so you're actually in a situation of power a lot of the times when you do finally hear from your ex so i would like to hear from you and tell me about experiences you've had where you heard from your ex and can you figure out which stage your ex was in because they may contact you during any of these stages but more often than not they will call you or contact you during stage seven which is curiosity if you are listening um, to this on iTunes I would appreciate if you would rate and review the podcast if you are interested in private coaching with me then you can contact me at my website, theartoflove.net. The direct link is below, and you can also sign up for the free weekly newsletter. If you're listening on YouTube, remember to like, subscribe, and share. And finally, remember that love inspires, empowers, uplifts, and enlightens.